Welcome to Balance 365 Life Radio, a podcast that delivers honest conversations about food, fitness, weight, and wellness. I'm your host, Annie Breeze, along with Jennifer Campbell and Lauren Kosky. We are personal trainers, nutritionists, and founders of Balance 365. Together, we coach thousands of women each day and are on a mission to help them feel healthy, happy, and confident in their bodies on their own terms. Join us here every week as we discuss hot topics pertaining to our physical, mental, and emotional well-being with amazing guests. Enjoy. Can self-love and a desire to change your physical being coexist, or are they a contradiction of one another? The answer to that question is debatable depending on who you're asking. On one hand, a body positive camp say body love and weight loss cannot commingle, while it seems as if the rest of the diet industry requires a certain amount of body dissatisfaction as a prerequisite to change. There is no doubt in our minds that the push for body acceptance of all shapes and sizes is a much needed message. But what about those individuals who want self-acceptance and still desire to change their bodies? This is a quite a complex and messy topic, and on today's episode, Jen, Lauren, and I share Balance 365's stance on how you can strive for change that's rooted in self-love and acceptance. Enjoy. Ladies, welcome back to another episode. How are you? Good. <laughs> Why? Why can't you just answer the question? I feel like you need to address us individually because what happens is what people can't see behind the scenes is we are actually on a video conference call looking at each other. So then you are like, ladies, how are you? And then Lauren and I stare at each other, waiting <laughs> like for the other one to answer first. first. Quit being so polite and just answer the question. Lauren, how are you doing? I am so wonderful. How are you? I am golden. Thank you. Jen, how are you? Also wonderful. I feel like that was just so surface level answers, but we'll go with it. Well, if you want to do a deep dive into my problems lately... Would you like to would you like to schedule a coaching call with one of the Balance 365 need, coaches? Yeah. Well, I need a new podcast called The Jen Show. And I'll just get on weekly and invent. <laughs> which we which I do feel like you've used some of our podcast episodes to kind of sort through some of your own issues with well, exercise. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's helpful for people because my problems are their problems. <laughs> That's, that's a narcissist in me. But I struggle. Like, I struggle with things a lot of women struggle with. And yeah. it can be helpful to um, go through it with a coach. I actually have a really good idea for a podcast series, and that's to bring on Balance 365ers onto the podcast and coach them through whatever block they're struggling with and um, sending that out to all of our listeners. Don't you think yeah. that's a good idea? I do, yes, yeah. and and all jokes aside, I you there you're right. You you do have problems. <laughs> I am your average busy working mom that struggles yeah. to make time for self care, and um, yeah, that's why I think our podcast resonates with so many women because we are, have surpassed two hundred thousand downloads. I'll just add that in too. Um, we are not standing on our high horses, telling everybody what to do. We struggle with all the same things, have struggled in the past, currently, or we may in the future. So yeah, we're all in this together. I hope everybody feels that way when they 
listen and talk to us. I feel like that just got really serious. Like we started out all joking. <laughs> <laughs> started that out all giggle- quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can always uh, count on Jen to, to, to turn it into a serious, make it intense, sentimental, intense yeah. conversation. I'm an INFJ. I like I like intense conversations. I don't yeah. remember what my letters are, but they're the opposite of Jen. Yeah, Same. we we could have called that without you going yeah. through the test. <laughs> um, okay, all jokes aside, we do have a. Um, Kind of a heavy topic today. Um, it's something, it's a question that comes up so frequently in our community, so frequently in the diet and fitness world, and um, something that we've addressed inside our community, but not on the on not on the podcast yet. And that is, can you love your body and still want to change it? And um, by changing it, we mean address your body composition, gain weight, lose weight, uh, change your appearance of some sort. And that's a pretty big snowball to tackle, right? And depending on who you ask, uh, you're likely to get a variety of answers. Extreme body positive um, activists would tell you that body love and weight loss cannot coexist, do not coexist. And on the flip side, many professionals in our industry um, or the diet industry in general as a whole what, that support weight loss believe that self-loathing in body dissatisfaction is a prerequisite to changing your body. And here we are as the three co-founders of Balance 365 yet again in the messy middle, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, so we're, you know, again, the answer to that question is going to depend on what camp you're asking, right? Um, So we are going to answer this question or discuss some of the talking points that we consider uh, when helping our community members evaluate, can you love your body and still want to change it? Can they coexist? And I think we can all agree that this body acceptance moving or, uh, movement or accepting yourself at every shape and size is a much needed message for our culture. Um, but what we're experiencing is that those who still want to make changes are kind of like, well, what about me? What do I do? What do, like how where do I fall into? And sadly, it feels like in some ways the pendulum has swung a bit too far in one direction, especially when members of our community are feeling ashamed or uh, of wanting to change their body still, or they're keeping it a secret, or they're afraid to tell anyone. And that to us isn't neutral, um, or an expression of body autonomy, which we are super uh, in support of. Mm-hmm. And this is tricky because on some levels, what we do in Balance 365 is give women the tools and support they need to reach their goals, which can include weight loss while simultaneously encouraging them to love and accept themselves. And there are people out there who believe that these two concepts contradict one another, right? Which is kind of the debate of the moment right now in our industry. Can you love yourself and want to change it? Does that mean that you don't ultimately love yourself if you still want to change yourself? Do you have any thoughts, right. Jen? Well, newsflash, almost any change, lifestyle change you make in your life and do consistently is going to change your body because our bodies are always in flux. And although they are a representation of our genetics and our environment, they are also a representation of our habits. So I recently changed my mode of exercise. I've gone a couple years of just doing like shorter, more intense workouts. And now I'm back into a phase where I have the time and opportunity and support to 
um, do some heavy lifting. I'm actually doing going through the Arms Like Annie program um, that a lot of women in our community are, which is a a strength training program, full body strength training program, heavy weights. Um, and guess what? My body's going to change because that's what bodies do. They adapt to the stresses you put them under. Um, so this I really see as a big mindset block for a lot of people, whether it's trying to hate their body to change or resisting change because they've learned to love their bodies. I got some really good advice this last spring. I was struggling with a certain mindset around business and money. I was at a conference and I was talking to a man who has built uh, multiple companies and sold them and is a multi-multi millionaire. He told me he lives on a street in San Francisco and sometimes he walks out and looks down the street and can't believe that he could buy every house on the block if he wanted to. Um, But he grew up extremely poor. And so why we connected is because I grew up um, without a lot of uh, financial privilege and I find that affects me today. But the advice he gave me that I now see is so universal. He said, you are so busy fighting battles in your head that you are never going to be able to get out there and fight the war. And I honestly see this as one of those mindset blocks, one of those blocks that women run into, like, and it makes them freeze. And then they expend this time and energy on it. Do I want to change my body? Don't I want to change my body? Why do I want to change my body? And then they're just missing the whole thing. That change needs to come from a place of self-care. And if you are taking action on something that feels like you are caring for yourself, nurturing yourself, mothering yourself, then who cares what the outcome is? Your, maybe your body will get smaller. Maybe it will get bigger. I don't know. Uh, you just ran through my three bullet points in like <laughs> I'm sorry. five minutes. I did, I did not read the outline. So but... Jen, Jen summarized that so well and so concisely. We can just end the podcast. Okay, now. bye. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're, but you're spot on. You're, you're. It's such a good point that you're so busy. What did you say? You're so busy fighting. You're the so busy that... fighting battles in your head. You're never going to get out there and fight the war. And this is what we deal with in an ongoing basis in Balance 365. Any of our Balance 365ers listening will say, "Yeah, she's right." I mean, there's so many women posting daily working through these mindset blocks. And it's really those different programmings that we have that keep us from actually taking action and doing the things that we want to do or need to do in our lives to feel our best, like our best selves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was um, writing something earlier about this kind of exact thing. Like, The mindset piece that we put first is so important because when you get through that, the nutrition habits and the exercise habits are so simple. Like they're simple. What trips us up is like these mindset blocks like you're talking about. And, you know, I just want to back up to and I hope this is inferred and I hope that you can just sense this about us by the way we carry ourselves and the way our program is. Um, written and laid out, but we absolutely believe in body autonomy. And we believe that the individual has control over who and what they use their body for and um, 
and for what and how long. And that means that we respect a variety of goals women may have for their body. And women come to our program with goals of building self-love and healthy habits, and some come with a clear goal of weight loss, and we don't place moral value on either goal over the other. That they're, We believe that they're all worthy. And we're here to help women achieve their goals, whatever they are. We have women share with us in Balance 365 that um, once they really get that self-acceptance piece and love their bodies, they're so afraid of losing it because nobody wants to go back there. Once you're not there anymore, you don't ever want to go back in that space. So then they start the habit building process and they start losing weight And that puts them into a negative space almost of self-sabotage because weight loss then becomes triggering to them as in, wait a sec, I worked so hard to love that body and now it's changing again. And the other, like newsflash, our bodies are always going to change every single day we are getting older. So our hormones are changing, we're we're getting wrinkles, we're, you know, our hair color is changing. I mean, our bodies are always changing. And I think that is the biggest acceptance piece that needs to happen is your body is always changing. So stop this hyper vigilance on trying to control it. Right. And I think that uh, getting clear on the why behind your desire to change your body can help answer some of those questions. And so often, We see women wanting to change their bodies and it's rooted in self-hate or uh, this misconception that if you fix your body, you'll love your life and your life will be perfect and you'll have the perfect body or ultimately that you uh, want to feel worthy and you want to feel free of shame and you want to have this loving and belonging and... um, it's our experience that you can't hate your body into loving yourself and nor can you hate your body into being healthy. And if that had worked, I think we would have a heck of a lot more success stories, quote unquote, um, in our lives than we really do, right? The greatest act of self-love is loving yourself when you think nobody else will. So when you aren't fitting into society's mold of what is lovable, right? So it's... You know, so if you do have a larger body, there is a lot of good and value there of learning to love and accept yourself at a larger size um, before, you know, before the weight loss journey comes, if it ever comes, you know, whatever your choice. But, you know, you're, you can't, it's not, you know, it's like, it's like only loving your kids when they're well behaved right? Like when you can't Mm -hmm. just love your body when it's doing what you want it to be doing. And you can't Mm -hmm. just love yourself when your behaviors are on point, right? Your nutrition's on point, your exercise is on point, you're rocking life, you love yourself. But then as soon as your behaviors are off track, you're filled with these self-loathing thoughts. That's not love. That's just like surface level approval. That's conditioned. Mm -hmm. That's conditioned love. That's not... And ultimately, I think what a lot of us would really like and are striving for is to love ourselves unconditionally, meaning our our body can look a variety of ways, our behaviors can look a variety of ways, and we still can treat ourselves with compassion that we would so many other people in our lives. Yeah. Another good analogy I use sometimes with women is um, I moved into a house, a new house about a year and a half ago, and it's an older house, and there was people that lived here before us that decorated, painted, 
designed this house in a way that suited them, but is not to my tastes at all. So, for example, my bathroom is lime green, and I hate it. I hate it. But I still love my home. I am still grateful to live in this home. This is the nicest home I've ever lived in. Growing up as a little girl, my mother couldn't have dreamed of providing this kind of house for me as a kid. So every day I wake up, I feel like I'm living in my dream home, but my bathroom is lime green. Yes, I do want to change that color eventually. I haven't yet. It just, I haven't had time. (laughs) It hasn't been the right time, but eventually I will paint the bathroom. I will do some renovations around this house um, to change it, but that doesn't that doesn't take away from the unconditional love and gratitude I have for this home. And I wish that people could feel that way about their bodies. Sometimes there are changes that you want to make, and as long as those are realistic and within your realm of control, the problem is there is just such polarizing views. There's this whole view that you mentioned at the start, Annie. There's a there's this whole idea that you have complete control over what your body looks like. And then there's the other end of the spectrum, people saying you actually have no control over what your body looks like. So don't even bother thinking about it. But I think it was um, Trace, Dr. Tracy Mann. Um, we're interviewing her on our podcast um, pretty soon here, which is really exciting. But she has in her books that studies that in her book, um, Secrets from the Eating Lab, studies show that it's in the middle, <laughs> you know, as usual. We actually do. The messy middle. Yes. Like you can't change your genetics, of course, but there are certain behaviors we have in our life that will affect the way our bodies look and feel. And I think I think her stats are we have about a 30%, about 30% of the way we look is is we're able to manipulate, which is probably a lot less than some people think and a lot more than other people think. And so it's okay. It's okay. You can have total love for your body. You can have gratitude for the body that you were given. You can have acceptance of the genes that you have. And you can still say, you know what, I would love to um, reduce my abdominal um, body fat. And I am going to step forward making changes in a way that will reduce the fat I have on my body. And that is coming from a place of self-love and self-care and also being realistic. And I think the important distinction there, Jen, that you're kind of in terms of your bathroom is um, striving for change doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with it. It's just different. It's not yeah. good or bad. I mean, yeah. I mean to you, the lime green might be bad. But, but, yeah. I mean, but, I. it's like, but how some people behave about their bodies is that taking it back to the house, they would just, just, just throw gas around this house and light it on fire. Like that's mm-hmm. just how, because they don't like the way the bathroom looks. And here's the thing. It's also knowing that there's a time to address that and not, right? Like I have recognized over the last 18 months that trying to make any changes to the interior of my home were just not realistic. I just haven't had the time or the resources or the money to pay somebody. So we haven't done it. And there's a time to change. And then there's a time to hold the line and just, but you can still wake up every morning and be grateful, right? Like it doesn't have to be something urgent and like, 
you know, you can't love yourself or respect yourself until you have this. But I mean, we talk about it in terms of bodies, but I mean, there's lots of people that get hysteria over their the how their houses as well in this or, Pinterest world we live in. Yeah, or you love your job, you enjoy your job, but you want to improve in a particular skill set. Or you yes. enjoy your marriage, you love your spouse or your partner or your significant other, but you wish you could spend more time on date nights. Or as you noted, you love your children, but you wish they would listen better at bedtime. Like yeah. you can, uh, we believe wholeheartedly that you can want to change an aspect or an element of yourself, your appearance, your being, whatever it is, and that come from self-love. That yeah, come from a place that, of love and care and adoration for yourself versus yes, it's not that you are more or less worthy with these changes, um, which is really that key component, right? Like what's – like I go and I, I color my hair. I get blonde highlights every three or four months or so or 10 months. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I was going to say, come on. <laughs> and it's like I just like it and – um. I don't see myself as less worth if I, you know, for whatever reason, if I had to go back to my um, and, you know, grow it all out and have just have my natural hair color, I wouldn't be like, you know, feeling awful about myself. It would just be, oh, like, I love coloring my hair. I wear makeup. You know, there's all these things, right? But yeah. like our our outward appearance can be um, an expression, Right. Exactly. Of who we are. And people have different preferences. People like different hair colors and different hairstyles and different makeup styles. It's okay. It doesn't mean like we don't love ourselves if we're not wearing makeup. And that's we can use that analogy when we're talking about our bodies. Like you don't have to we say this all the time. You don't have to love every little tiny part to love the whole. Right. right. That's exactly how I feel about muscles. To me, they're like an accessory. They're like they're like my favorite accessory. It is honestly, a, it's a, it's an act of self expression for me to have visible muscles. Now, if for whatever reason I didn't have visible muscles, you know, it might be an adjustment. Um, but I ultimately know that I am of a human of value, of worth, just innately, not because I look a certain way, not because right. I can do certain things in the gym with my muscles that look a certain way. I just have value because I'm a human. As, as do all value, as do, I mean, and it's so easy for us to see as mothers. I know we could say the same thing about our kids. Like, why do our kids have value? Well, just because they are. They're just because they're being, they're living, breathing humans. But to give ourselves that same sense of value and worth seems so difficult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think what happens is people, they just, they overthink this. Um, and it, it gets people in a tizzy on both ends, whether it's from, Believing you can't love yourself until you look a certain way or believing that if you're making changes, you don't love yourself. You know, there's just way too much overthinking going on. Mm -hmm. So what the approach that we've already kind of touched on um, that we take in our program is we encourage our members to adopt a self-love approach to change. And if weight loss is the way in which you want to change your body, that it can be a byproduct of your habits and a way that you care for yourself. Yeah. And versus... it's always a byproduct of your habits, yeah. always, right? So when you are like, um, and we've covered this in previous podcasts, but you can't just say 
snap your fingers and lose 10 pounds. Annie didn't snap her fingers and grow muscles. All changes are a byproduct of our habits. And so once you start looking at changes as a byproduct of your habits, then you can look at the habits required and or, or the skills you need to develop in order to um, see that change. And you can decide if that is self-love and self-care for you, right? And you posed a really great question. A thread came up um, in Balance 365 last week. And the question you posed in response to her is, is this goal about health and love and self-care or is this about achieving an ideal? Right. And that can maybe help you distinguish the why behind this. Is this coming from a place of love or is this coming from some some other place that really isn't worth uh, perpetuating. Right. Like I could be leaner than I am right now. I am quite comfortable in my body with my body weight, but I have been 20 to 25 pounds leaner than I am now. I could go back to that life, but there is a point where the extreme that I would have to take goes from a place of self-love and self-care into self-harm, right? So- I, you know, I eat really balanced meals, I pay attention to my nutrition, eat when I'm hungry, stop when I'm satisfied, exercise regularly, take care of my mental health. Um, If I wanted to lose 20 pounds at this point, I would have to pay very, very close attention to my nutrition. And to me, that takes me into a place of self-harm and it doesn't feel well. And that's sort of my guiding compass as far as um, does, is this is this coming from a place of self-care or is this coming from a place of self-harm? I really like that. Like, how does it feel? How does this feel for you? Yeah. 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 And, and unfortunately, there are people in our industry that would – encourage you to power through that feeling they do all the time in the fitness industry all the the freaking time that would say this is a prerequisite this is a requirement that you like this negative self-talk or pushing yourself past this comfort zone is something that's required to achieve these goals that are ultimately of high value right they they describe it as a plateau right that you have to push through which which sometimes it like i mean that's the thing about you really got to know yourself right because sometimes right. there's value in pushing through right like mm-hmm. sometimes you don't every time it gets hard you don't want to give up and walk away sometimes there's hard things that you have to work through but the the self harm piece is like is this sustainable for you are you willing are you going to do this forever and there's been different times in my life like for example right now i get up at 5:30 in the morning to work out, start my workout at six. And yeah, there's some days that I don't want to do that. But I I push through and I'm always happy afterwards. Right now, that behavior comes from a place of self-care. When I had a newborn, if I would have insisted on that behavior with a newborn baby when I wasn't sleeping all night and I was pushing myself to get up at 5.30 to work out at six, that becomes self-harm right? Mm-hmm. Because it means I am going without, I'm going with less and less and less sleep. I'm not even getting enough sleep to recover from my workouts. But so that those are just, those are really self-assessment questions that you need to ask yourself and that nobody can answer 
Except and for you. That's exactly why we don't prescribe weight loss or have weight loss goals or goals in general for our community members because no one knows your body better than you do. Like right. not even us who work with thousands of women on a daily basis. Like we don't know you as well as you do. And so we really just want to encourage you to pull that reflection inward and say like, what is this about? Like, is this – can I love my body and want to change it at the same time? And 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 maybe for you the answer is like, no, I can't right now. At first, I have to work on loving myself, you know? Yeah, so we recently had a community member share that um, she thought she had fat loss goals and she was ready to dig in on those fat loss goals. But after some self-assessment, she's realized that that actually is not a healthy space for her to be in right now. And she loves the idea of just focusing on habits and letting her body be what's what it's going to be. And that is the ultimate form of acceptance for her. And that's where she's at right now. And we are like, round of applause, girlfriend, because really all we want for people is to own their life. Yeah. Um, and you know, just some, some of these concepts we've talked about are kind of heavy and they're (laughs) philosophical, (laughs) but you know, so often what we hear, what this change looks like, this shift, which can be so subtle and so small. And sometimes you don't even realize that it's happening, uh, to people around you is that all of a sudden, you know, we're exercising because as Jen said, it leaves me feeling better. I feel more confident. I have more energy throughout the day versus I'm getting up at 530 to punish myself because I want to change my body because I hate my body so much and I just can't stand Absolutely. another day living in my own skin. Yeah. I mean, the the behavior looks the same on the outside, but on the inside, Jen knows this is coming from a place of self-love and self-care. Yeah, we often say, and I think we've said on the podcast before, it's not about the what that people are doing. It's about the why and how they go about it. That's where the dysfunction and disorder, that's where it can be found. Yeah. And I mean, the same can be true for how you feed your body, how you speak to your body. I mean, are you feeding yourself balanced meals because your body deserves to be nourished? And again, you feel better when you have balanced meals or are you starving it or removing whole food groups or eating foods you don't like because again, you loathe your body and you want to change it. And if you change your body, you change your life. And if you change your life, then you're have less problems. Right. <laughs> the thing I love, I'll let Lauren elaborate on this, but somebody posted in our group in the last, I don't know, year sometime. Um, she said, she asked about protein bars and she said, but aren't protein bars diety? And then you replied, Lauren, do you want to share that? Um, yes, I don't remember exactly what I replied, but I'll say what I think about it now. So there's no like diet food or non-diet food, right? Like you walk into a restaurant and like two women are eating the exact same thing. They're both eating a salad and one person um, restricted themselves and they're punishing themselves for um, what they ate yesterday or they're punishing themselves because they hate their body and the other person is eating to nourish their body and it makes them feel good. So that's why they're eating their salad, right? Like just like Jen said, it's not about the, it's not always about the what, it's about the why. 
Yeah. And does it come from a place of deprivation or does it come from a place of abundance and self-care? Exactly. And again, they can look the same on the outside, on on the surface. You might not be able to tell. You might not be able to distinguish. And that's why it's so important that you get really in tune with yourself and what you're doing and why you're doing it. And um, that can help you discern, is this self-love or is this self-hate? Are these behaviors rooted in? And, you know, I just, we say this all the time and it can't be said enough. Um, We have a saying that we take great care of things we love and your body is no exception. And um, I think about all the things that I take care of in my life between relationships with girlfriends, my children, even my house plants, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> and if I want them to feel comfortable and safe and confident and thrive and grow and expand and live this vibrant life, I'm not degrading them. I'm not starving them. I'm not depriving them. I'm actually treating them really sweetly and kindly and with love and encouragement. And sometimes that looks like sometimes okay, there's tough love built yeah, into that. Yeah, like yeah. Jen, you, you, you want to get you want to stay in bed because your bed is warm and cozy and it's cold outside and it's dark, but I know ultimately this is the goal I committed to and I'm going to feel good. Like some it's not all rainbows and unicorns. Absolutely. I actually my mantra, you know, these days I've str- been struggling a bit. Um and my mantra is mother i'm i'm mothering myself right now like i have just needed i have needed some tough love lately and it's not that i'm like dr- being a drill sergeant to myself it's that would my mother let let me stay up and watch netflix till 1:30 a.m. when i have to be up at 6 you know 5 nights in a row like no and so that's sometimes where the tough love has to come in but a mother will a mother knows a mother knows when to push and a mother knows when to pull back right we do it for our kids every single day but yet for ourselves it's like we want to put ourselves into like one box and just like stay there either because we see pendulum swing with self-compassion too right we see all the time women are like oh I've watched Netflix for three days but self-care right and it's like "Mm, I don't know I'm not you so I don't know if that was self-care for you or not but I know for a lot of people you have moved from self-care to like numbing and avoiding and like you know like my mother if I was sick I might watch tv for three days but If I wasn't sick, my mother, you know, there's not a lot of mothers out there who would be letting their kids just sit and watch TV for three days and not have any concerns around it. After a day, she would be like, okay, get off the couch, get get your butt outside, right? And my my parents used to do that all the time, like, get your butts outside now, right? And so you bring it back to that and go like mother yourself. Have you gotten some fresh air today? Have you gotten some movement in? Are you eating balanced meals? No, eating, you know, high sugar treats all day long. No, that's not self-care day after day after day. And that's certainly not balance. So, um, you know, I think this is just my own personal experience, but I've heard it echoed in the stories of women we've worked with in the past is that they kind of are like, yeah, okay, I get that some women love themselves and they're treating themselves well because they love themselves that much. That's great for them. However, for me, I'm used to fueling my workouts and my food and fitness choices from self-hate. And I'm worried that if I love myself, then I'm just going to become lazy 
and I'm going to eat all the foods and I'm just going to lose all my motivation and I'm going to get complacent, quote unquote, well, that's, right? That's how it feels when you've been in a place of control for so long. I mean, what happens to the teenagers who move out of their family home at 18 that have been living under very rigid controlling rules? They go to college and they go nuts. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. our we will always rebel against these rules, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> That's exact. Um yeah, so it's it's sort of like, you know, it's just na- it's human nature, right? It's just human nature. And so ev- a lot of people might see their pendulum swing, but eventually you need to like sit up and go and you just need to mother yourself. That's what you have to do. And um, I find that quite effective in knowing when I need a little tough love and when I need some compassion, right? So if my kids were really emotional, they, you know, school ends, they're super emotional, they're fighting, they're just not doing well, I can look at them and have some self-compassion and go like, these kids are tired. Like, we're going to turn the TV on a little early today because they they need some downtime. They They need to skip their chores today. They've got no energy, you know, or emotional regulation skills. Like, and this just being, it's just because you... You look at your kids and you just assess, right? You're always assessing what they need and that changes day to day. And I think we can do that for ourselves too. We can do a much better job of it than women traditionally have been doing. We've just, we live under so many rules, right? Like I just think women actually live under so, not just for ourselves, but in our society, there are so many rules and a societal construct that women always are living around that I think when we do find ourselves in that space of having free time, we may find ourselves in a rebellious space a lot because we actually have no idea how much unconscious time and energy we spend on like subscribing to these rules. Mm-hmm. Preach. <laughs> Word. <laughs> um. So the anticlimactic answer to our question that I posed at the beginning of this podcast is, can you love your body and want to change it is, I mean, yes, slash, it really depends. And, and that's something that you have to answer on an individual level. I personally can sit here and say with great confidence that I have changed my body as a complete act of self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, or self-love has resulted in a body change is maybe a better way to put it. Um, but not everyone that changes their body is acting out of self-love and, and vice versa. And, and again, our bodies are meant to change their, their fluid, right? They're, they're ever changing. Mm -hmm. They're always changing. Um, especially as women of childbearing age. I mean, like there it's, I mean, my body looks so different than it did a year ago and and I'm two plus years postpartum. Like it's, I said, still changing from pregnancy. I feel like, I mean, my hair for heaven's sakes is still changing. (laughs) Um, but I think, you know, we're, as as usual, we feel like the truth to that question is somewhere in the middle. We are not on either side of one extreme camp or the other. And we really want to help put women in the driver's seat to answer that question on their own terms in a way that serves them and feels good to them. And anything we can help help women in any way that we can help women come across that answer is good for us. Yes. Yeah. All right. Good one. (laughs) Lauren will come zip in in the background and go, preach. (laughs) 
<laughs> we should get you a t-shirt that says what she said. <laughs> okay. Well, yet another great topic with yet another awkward ending in the bag. But this is good. This is a good conversation that I think um, needed to we needed to address on our podcast. Because again, we've we've discussed it so many times in our community, which again, if you're aren't in there and you want to join it's healthy habits happy moms on facebook the three of us are in there we've got some awesome moderators and a great community system if you want to uh continue the discussion on loving your body and still changing it or how you can begin making changes from a place of self-love um it would be a great place to join us so i hope to see you inside and ladies we will chat soon okay all right bye 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 This episode is brought to you by our online coaching course, Balance 365. If you're ready to say goodbye to quick fixes and false promises and yes to building healthy habits and a life you're 100% in love with, then check out our program at balance365.co to learn more.